Healthy Girl Kitchen. I am obsessed with Healthy Girl Kitchen. She's a vegan food blogger and health coach. I want to be her best friend. Invigorating conversations with leading experts. Danielle spends her days helping others improve their health. This is the Healthy Girl Podcast with your host, Danielle Keith. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Healthy Girl Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I've missed you guys. I know it's only been two weeks since the last episode, but it feels like it's been forever. The past month has been crazy for us. We just moved into a new apartment, which is super exciting. We now have another bedroom. We have an office space. We have a bigger kitchen, which obviously is a big plus for me because I'm a food blogger. I have now this huge window in the kitchen, which has brought in so much natural light and oh my, it makes the biggest difference in my social media and my pictures. So that's been super exciting. We're all settled in now though, and our apartment has really come together. So yeah, I'm excited. If you guys have been watching my Instagram stories, I've been posting like little sneak peeks and tours of my new place here and there. So if you're not already following me on Instagram, make sure you do because I'm always posting a ton of recipes, health tips, but also all about lifestyle and and my vegan kitchen and all my other tips and tricks. And my Instagram handle is at healthygirlkitchen. We have some really incredible guests on the show today. We have Phil and Tiffany Cox. They are the creators of the brand Silver Fern, and they are quite the power couple. I'm going to tell you all about them. They've been married for 19 years. They have five kids ranging from 16 to five. For the first 10 years of their marriage, Phil was constantly sick. He would spend the majority of cold and flu season with bronchitis and pneumonia. There was a turning point when Phil met Karan, microbiologist and chief scientist at a convention. Karan spoke with Phil about the importance of gut health and how drastically it can affect so much of our immune system as well as other aspects of our health. This launched Phil into a deep dive on all things gut health. With Karan's expertise, they created Silver Fern. They wanted to create a brand that could help their family live better, healthier lives, and because they created the brand with the intent of helping themselves and their children, They've put a ton of time and energy into making sure the products are effective and clean. As you know, I am a huge user and fan of the Silver Fern products, and I can't wait to dive deeper into this episode. But first, let me just tell you the health tip and the cooking tip of the day. So since our episode is all about gut health, I thought that the health tip of the day should be on theme. We are going to touch on this in the episode, but I wanted to talk a little bit about it in the intro. We often get stuck in the cycle of eating the same things. I don't know about you, but if I like a certain lunch, I'll make it every day for like two weeks until I get sick of it. And I'm sure you can relate. We get into this cycle. We eat the same things. We buy the same things at the grocery store. We're used to just picking out the same kinds of fruits, the same kinds of veggies. But what we touch on in this episode is that eating a large variety of plant foods in particular help to optimize your gut health. So when you go to the grocery store this week, try switching it up. Try a new vegetable. It can be as simple as getting a different kind of lettuce or trying a new kind of seed. So for example, if you normally buy sunflower seeds, try hemp seeds this week. Try chia seeds. Try flax seeds. If you're used to buying cantaloupe, try pineapple. If you only buy strawberries, try a dragon fruit. But we really touch on the importance of 
eating a large variety and how that can really optimize your gut health. So the more you switch it up, the more variety in your diet, the better it is for your gut health. So moving on to the cooking tip of the day, my cooking tip today is about a new kind of french fry you can make at home. This isn't a french fry made with potatoes, but actually you're going to use polenta. I buy pre-made polenta at the store. I get the one in the tube from Trader Joe's. They sell that at pretty much every grocery store, but it looks kind of scary and I honestly was kind of scared of it before I tried it, but I promise you it's so good and it makes the crispiest french fries. So What you're going to do is take the polenta from the store, cut it up into fry shapes, and then you bake it at 450 degrees for like 30 minutes until crispy. And you can just bake that on a baking sheet with parchment paper. That way you don't need any oil. You can always add a little olive oil if you want, but if you use parchment, then it doesn't stick and they still get crispy. And then season how you want. I love just using salt, pepper, garlic powder, but feel free to add like smoked paprika. You can do cumin, you can do um, curry powder. I mean, you can season these however you want and then dip them in ketchup, dip them in some like vegan sriracha mayo. So good. A new fun way to make fries. If you try it out, please let me know. All right. It's that time you guys to get into the episode. I hope you enjoy this one. Hi, Phil. Hi, Tiffany. Welcome to the Healthy Girl Podcast. Hello. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited to have you guys here. And I was telling everyone in the intro I recorded before this that you guys have really just like supported me from the beginning. Like when I started out on Instagram posting all my recipes and everything, I I remember when I originally reached out to you and wanted to collaborate and partner, you were so like, readily excited to support me and partner and collaborate on Instagram. So I'm just like super thankful that I know you guys and I think it's very fitting that you're on this podcast because we're going to talk all about gut health, all about your amazing products that I'm personally obsessed with and use every single day. Well, we're excited. Thank you. It's we have a we have a group of influencers that have been with us for a long time and we value their input. We value their the way they represent our company all of that. And you definitely would qualify as one of those. So thank you. That like means so much to me and your products are amazing, but I really want to go back to the beginning of how Silver Fern started. So can you take me back and explain to me how you got to where you are today? Bill, go ahead. Oh, I'm talking. Okay. <clears throat> so S- Silver Fern was a uh, our second e-commerce business that we launched. Um, it's an area that I was interested in personally because I like, uh, well, there's two things I like. I love food. So let's just throw that out there. I really like food. Um, and I like, uh, nutrition. I exercise a lot because, uh, because it makes me feel good. Not necessarily because I'm trying to get huge. I've already, I'm already a pig, pretty big guy, but, um, uh, silver fern started with, uh, just researching the industry, and um, the name itself, just to start off with, Silver Fern is a is associated with New Zealand. Tiffany's family's from New Zealand. Um, her por- her parents were raised there. Her mom was born and raised there. Um, Tiffany's an American citizen and a New Zealand citizen. Her family is kind of a mix between Caucasian and Maori. It's a really cool uh, cultural mix, and they are the kindest, nicest people you'd ever meet, genuinely speaking. 
And so we went with the silver fern. It's a fern you'll see on the All Blacks rugby team's uh, jerseys. So it's it's a really cool, it just the name was cool, and it, but it originates from the fact that Tiffany's family is from New Zealand. When we started in, in this space, we've actually tried a lot of different products. I don't know if you know this, but we've done baking mixes, drink mixes. There's actually a product that we originated that we sold to a different company called Pop Zero just FYI, that's in all the grocery stores. That originally started under Silver Fern. We've done a variety of different types of products. Where I was most fascinated and where I became mostly intrigued was the movement on gut health because I like to study a lot of clinical studies. I get bored, so I read a lot. And I was fascinated by all the issues that happen in the gut. And originally, I started working with a, I would say, you might call the Rolls-Royce ingredient provider of probiotics in the industry. It was called Deerland Enzymes. And I spent a lot of time dealing with their PhD level researchers on their enzymes. And then it moved to probiotics. And about the time I thought I had it figured out, a very good friend of mine, her name is Elisa, and she was with Novel Ingredients at the time. And she said, well, Phil, if you're interested in probiotics, I know the guy that is the man when it comes to the microbiome. Like he is the guy when it comes to uh, gut health. And I said, I'd love to meet him. I'd love to meet him. I'll go to him. He can come to us. Well, he was flying to LA anyway, and he was in Chicago and he flew into our offices here in Salt Lake. And I met with him and spent a lot of time with him here in our offices and then other locations. And and he he's the guy. Like most of the big projects, microbiome project. Most of the gut health related conferences, uh, like he is the keynote speaker for the conferences on uh, fermented foods, for example. He's been a clinical researcher for 20 plus years, specific to the gut. When we got to know Quran, it kind of changed the direction of the brand. We started realizing through what we were learning from him is that the entire focus of where we wanted to go was was in the gut. And I think what we were doing before is we were dressing, trying to be healthy by eating healthier foods. And I think we were kind of dealing with outside good directions, but we weren't hitting the main route. For example, your immune system is 70% from your gut. So if you want to fix your immune system, you fix your gut. If you want to fight anxiety, you fix your gut. There's more things that come from your gut, your metabolism, right? If you want to be leaner, your gut. The other thing that we have found is, and this is kind of just my observation, uh, you might find this funny, but I thought it was interesting. Most of the healthy, my friends that are healthy that like compete in, in you know, say fitness uh, competitions that are super fit, do you know what's fascinating? Uh, most of them are constipated. Uh, most of them have gut issues. Uh, most of them can't tolerate most foods. Uh, most of them struggle with the gut. And I thought that was so fascinating, so fascinating that most of the guys and women that I knew that would look like the front cover, like a, a men's health and fitness magazine, that we all look at and we go, holy crap, that's a healthy person. Look at how fit they are and muscular they are. Their stomachs are totally messed up. When we started getting into silver fern, I found that a lot of women had done crazy diets, just crazy diets. They've used uh, all sorts of diuretics. They've used all sorts of uh, artificial products for years, and most of them have stomach issues. And so we, we've literally, with silver fern, we have focused on the gut. With all the new stuff that's coming out, we're still focused on the gut health. 
And Phil, you have a personal connection to this because Tiffany was telling me that you were actually sick for a really long time. Can you tell me more about that too? Yeah. So about five years ago when we started meeting Quran, he mentioned if your gut is healthy or your immune system is healthy. And I said, well, I'm the best person to prove that on then because I am from basically October through March, I was living on antibiotics for probably the last six, I'd say the six years before that. And I wouldn't get sick. I would get the man cold times a thousand. My, to ask Tiff, <laughs> Tiff would give me crap all, but it was bad. It was right, bad. Tiff? Yeah, it was bad. And then we had to like, so many of the antibiotics wouldn't work. So we'd have to, we found one that worked for a while and that started not working. And then we had to find, you'd go through like several rounds of antibiotics trying to find one that would actually yep. take care of the infection. It was just, it was messy. It was bad. Yeah. And so when I met Quran, I said, okay, I mean, in finance, my other world, I'm like, prove it. If I'm doing something with something else, I'm, I'm very prove it oriented, right? Like prove it. If you say it's going to make me better, prove it. And the reason I said that was because, not to bag on our industry, but most supplements are crap. I literally know most of the manufacturers. Utah's the second or third largest manufacturer of nutraceutical products. So your big brand products that you're seeing in retail, most of those are made in Utah. And most of them I know the manufacturers for. And most of them are crap. And they just are. I don't, they just are. And what do you mean by that? They're putting in like filler ingredients? Here's one that's interesting. Here's an example, okay? Uh, chromium. There's a branded chromium in the industry called Chromax, okay? It's used, it's got a ton of clinicals on it. Um, it is uh, distributed through several large distributors in the space. But if you study the clinicals and you want the benefit of Chromax based on the clinical studies, you're going to take uh, a thousand micrograms of Chromax. That's what you're going to take per day. Most companies put Chromax in their product at 50 micrograms per day, per dose. They're not putting in the real doses. They're putting Chromax on the label and they're, they're saying, look, we've got chromium and it's doing these amazing things, but they don't have enough of it to actually do what they say they're doing. They don't. And the reason they're doing that is because it affects their margins, Right. So if you put a really expensive ingredient into a product, it's going to cost you more, which means your margins shrink, which means you make less money. It's unfortunate, but that is what goes on in our industry. And then there's the other thing, like most of the ingredients are synthetic or just not bioavailable. So protein powders, for example. If you're taking a protein powder and your body doesn't digest it and process it, what good did it do? Well, we started doing, uh, We I spent about 40 grand because I'm a, I'm a moron, I don't know, on just having other brands tested, both whey protein and plant-based proteins, to just see how it digested in the digestive system. The best that we had on a plant-based protein was, I think it was Orgain, and that was a 50% bioavailability on it. That means if you're getting, tw if you take 20 grams of their protein, you're actually using 10. That's horrible. So that's the industry, Okay. So when I started talking to Kron about my immune system, I was like, prove it. You say that you can make somebody's system better and it'll fix their immune system. Prove it. By the way, I also like candy. If you were to ask me if I have an addiction, it's sugar. Ice cream, candy, love all of it. And it's toxic. I think everybody would agree that it is very bad for the system. And I'm like, listen, Kron, I said, I'll be back in Chicago for a conference. 
I'm like, why don't you just tell me what to do and I'll do it and we'll see how it works. So he sent me a whole bunch of bottles of, of the probiotic that we currently sell. He gave me the guidelines for how to do everything with the intermittent fasting. I'm like, I don't fast. Like telling me to not eat, that's nah, not a good idea. I get hangry, right, Tiff? I get hangry. So, yeah. So he was like, you're going to do intermittent fasting. You're, and he gave me a protocol. And now, if you were to ask me, when was the last time I've been on antibiotics? I haven't been on antibiotics since I talked to him that time. Wow. No antibiotics. So does it work? Absolutely works. 100%. Yeah. And just a side note about antibiotics. I mean, you were getting sick and then taking these antibiotics prescribed by a doctor. Meanwhile, those antibiotics were wiping out all the healthy bacteria in your gut while killing the bad bacteria. So it was like maybe helping you for a short term, but it was actually killing all the healthy bacteria in your gut that you needed for a healthy immune system. Yeah, it was causing what's called dysbiosis. Dysbiosis is just an imbalance in the gut of bacteria. So you wipe out all bacteria and then the bacteria comes back in different types and and you don't control that. So what'll happen is you take a, an antibiotic, say you get a sinus infection or you get a urinary tract infection or you get you get something and the doctor gives you an antibiotic. That's normal, right? Everybody's went through that or a lot of people have. So they take that, it wipes out their entire bacteria makeup. And then depending on what happens after they get better and what they put into their body and what happens after that determines now how they feel. So now after that, foods become, some foods are difficult. So maybe before you ate protein and your body would turn those into healthy metabolites, right? Good things that would turn, that create muscle. Before you did the antibiotics, that was the result of protein. After antibiotics, now all of a sudden you notice that when you eat protein, your stomach hurts and you get gassy and bloated and you can't understand why. Well, it's because the bacteria makeup in your stomach has changed. Now the bacteria makeup is imbalanced and when you take those foods, it causes gas and bloating. That's what happens. That happened to me in a, in a different way. I had a UTI and they gave me antibiotics and I said to the nurse, I was like, should I be taking probiotics at the same time I'm taking the antibiotics? And she said, oh no, don't worry about that. Like she just kind of wrote me off and, and said, just take the antibiotics, you'll be fine. And I actually got really sick and I couldn't digest anything properly. After I ate, I'd feel super nauseous. I'd have these like nausea spells throughout the day and I finally realized it was from the antibiotics and my body couldn't digest the food properly. This was before I found silver fern, but I took a probiotic and I went back to normal. It was crazy. I had no idea how powerful your gut is and how antibiotics, something that a doctor gave to me, would actually destroy my gut health and cause me so much nausea. I actually, um, this was like happening around the time when I graduated college and I was like, at my graduation, so nauseous and so sick. I'll never forget it. But yeah, I I'm glad you touched on that because that's super important. One thing to throw out is when I'd go to my doctor and I was on antibiotics, my doctor would say, you need to get on a probiotic. And I would be like, what does that mean? And he like, well, get on a probiotic, just like get some Greek yogurt and just go to the grocery store and buy a probiotic. And I was like, oh, okay. And I would take that. And I'm like, this isn't doing anything. Well, it wasn't until I met Karan that he was like, well, Phil, those not going to do anything because they're not going to make it through your digestive tract. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, Phil, there's probiotics and then there's real probiotics. There's the stuff that really works, how God intended, nature intended, right? 
And then there's the stuff that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, what do you mean it doesn't make sense? And he's like, if you have to refrigerate a probiotic and you have to keep it cold, how's it going to survive through your gastric system and do any good? I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, and if they have to add enteric coating or some other science to it in order to get it into your stomach to make use of it, does that make sense to you that you would have to do that to make it work? And I'm like, now you think about it. No, that doesn't make sense at all. He's like, exactly. Because that's not how our ancestors got probiotics. I was like, well, where did they get it from? He's like, not washing their hands. And I was like, which right now, given the COVID thing, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that. No, that's a good distinction that we have these great fermented foods that are healthy, but it's a different scenario to actually be taking a powerful probiotic such as yours, which I'd love to hear more about. And so the probiotic we use, the reason it's different. So the strains that we use, the the I'd say the three powerful ones are called spore forming probiotics. They don't need to be refrigerated because they're completely dormant until they go into your digestive system. That means they literally are typically what you would get from soils. So our ancestors would have been not washing their hands. They would have been out playing in the dirt and then they would eat and they would, their mouth would touch dirt and those probiotics, bacteria would get into their system. And those are called environmental bacteria. The three that we use there's five strains in the ultimate probiotic. Three of those are spore forming probiotics. And they literally, I, what we call is they police the gut. That means they go in and they balance out good and bad. So if you've got too much bad, they're going to kill the bad bacteria until the body naturally is in balance. That's literally what they do. And those are mostly soil based probiotics. So you don't have to refrigerate them because they are dormant until they hit your digestive tract. And that's when they naturally come available, right? So Quran, when he formulated our product, he formulated it with some spore forming probiotics that have enormous amounts of clinicals on them. Um, the clinicals range on anything from acne to your metabolism to, I would say the most uh, relevant maybe for today on gut health is leaky gut. The Bacillus subtilis, which is one of the prominent probiotics or strains of probiotics in our ultimate probiotic, that specific strain has had multiple clinical studies and shows that it heals leaky gut in within 30 to 60 days, which is incredible, right? So, but with the strains that we've got in the ultimate probiotic, one of them is a fungi, which is interesting, but they've all got specific uh, purposes, they all naturally come from the environment. Like some would come from like uh, an orange pill. Like if you found an orange in a normal orange orchard and it hadn't been, you know, there wasn't pesticides or anything like that. And you just took that and you opened it and you ate the orange and you had been touching the orange outside and you licked your fingers. That's where you'd get that type of fungus from. And it's good for your system. So the probiotic that we use, you pair it with food. It makes the food more bioavailable. It makes nutrients absorb better. And it helps fight the bloating and gas that a lot of people have, right? Like like people that have gas and bloating and they're not sure why, it's because they've got that dysbiosis, an imbalance of the bacteria in the gut. Our probiotic uh, fixes that. That's that's what it does. In simple terms, it fixes the, the, the bacterial balance in the gut. 
that's what it does. Yeah. And I just have to say, I, I know I post on my Instagram all the time, but like I truly genuinely love your probiotic. And I mean, being someone who's always being sent like supplements to try and packages and trust me, like I try all of them and I've tried multiple different probiotics at this point and none of them do what Silver Fern does. And of course, like you were saying before that, you know, you're products are a little bit on the pricier side, but that's because they are so high quality. But to me, I'd rather, you know, pay a little bit more than be taking something that doesn't do anything. And, you know, I've tried, I mean, every probiotic brand out there and like some of them you just take and you literally just don't even feel a difference. But I know like when I'm taking my silver firm probiotic religiously, I have less bloating, my digestion's regular. I, I don't get as many breakouts around my period. It's a great probiotic. So I'm, I'm like here to vouch that it really is great. Great. But Tiffany, I want to hear from you really quickly, like how these products have helped your health. Well, so um, I think more than anything, we have five kids. They range from 16 to five. But my our fifth was a high risk pregnancy. She was had placenta procreta, which means the placenta had grown through the wall of the uterus and into my bladder and um, was making its way to other organs. But um, so we delivered her at... 35 and a half weeks, I think under like I had to be put under for the surgery. It's a very high risk surgery. There's this chance that you don't make it out. So they did that and they did, um, they do a hysterectomy at the same time and they had to repair my bladder. I lost, what was it, Phil? A half, a third to a half of my bladder. You lost half in the process. Yeah. In the process of getting the the uterus and the placenta out because it had encroached into my uter into my bladder. So in that process, they also had to reattach a ureter because it was compromised during the surgery. So through that, that year was rough. We had, I had like multiple surgeries. Some were emergent. Some were just, just scheduled to, I had to have the ureter reimplanted a second time. And I had all these other problems that came up because of the surgery. And one of the things with all of that um, with my bladder is I became really susceptible to UTIs, just like you talked about. And they would be bad. I like, I think one, one sent me to the ER one day, right? Phil, was it just one? No, he had multiple. Yeah. And they were, they would just go, I mean, I could feel all the way up into my kidneys because before when I'd had a UTI here and there, it was very minimal, just go get an antibiotic and go on. But this, like, I could feel all the way up in my kidneys and they were just so bad. And now since we, that was before we started Silver Fern. And now that we were before we had the probiotic and now that I use that, if I feel a UTI coming on, I just, I double up my dose of probiotics. I typically take two a day. So I'll take four a day or four in the morning and two at night. And typically those symptoms go away immediately and I don't have to go to the doctor. I have had once or twice where I have needed an antibiotic and I've taken it, but I continue to take the probiotics. So there's no um, pause in the effects of the probiotics because I just keep taking them. And then the minute I'm off the antibiotic, we're right back to where we were before. So, so they've been, for me, that's been my biggest thing. We also, our oldest has some health problems too. She has a complex regional pain syndrome, but hers is, it's a chronic pain syndrome and hers, it resides in her stomach. Her I call it the epicenter, but it's where it started from. And then it kind of spreads throughout their entire body, but it's affected her digestion as well. So we work really hard with her because she gets a lot of bloating with it. We've worked really hard with her to make sure she's taking the probiotic and the fiber, making sure that her digestive system is working as best as it can. 
when she's having those symptoms. Wow. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, I feel like it helps in so many different facets. I mean, no matter what kind of health problem that you're dealing with, healing the gut, it really just does start there. And I want to talk about your other products too, because you don't just have a probiotic, you have protein powders that are so yummy and so great. And then you also have digestive enzymes, you have a fiber that I use every day in my smoothie. So I'd love to hear about your other products. I'll, um, I'll explain the the products because I like to nerd out on that and maybe Tiffany can explain the, the, the relevant stuff that people like. The enzymes were created. We wanted a very broad spectrum enzyme. Simply put, we wanted something that broke down all, all food types through the entire digestive tract. So within the digestive tract, you have a lot of different pH levels and you have a lot of different food types. So fats break down different than say carbs and sugar even in carbs obviously is different than fiber right and protein and geez uh for all those uh, vegans out there plants and dairy so there's a lot of different things that can cause a lot of different problems when somebody tells me for example that they had ice cream and it caused them to hurt or they went on a friday night and they went out with their boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, date, whatever, and they went out with their significant other and they had pain after they ate dinner, my initial reaction isn't to give them the probiotic. It's to say, take the enzyme with the food. That'll resolve, that should resolve the pain issues like immediately, right? Like if you take it with that, it'll break down the food to not cause pain being stuff. Pain being like the bloating and gas and Yeah, just the discomfort that, that. Uh-huh, that people get. Yeah, and since and since you don't know what's causing it, the average person doesn't know what's causing their pain. Most people will be like, oh, well, they systematically start removing food from their diet, right? That's pretty normal. They'll be like, oh, I stopped eating dairy and I feel better. So I don't eat dairy. So they start getting like dairy-free ice creams and stuff like that, which is fine. But the absence of those products because they can't tolerate it, that's not fine. Food diversity is a good thing. That's a great thing. You're supposed to diversify your food. You're not supposed to not eat certain types of food. The digestive system was meant to process a variety of different food types. So if somebody can't handle a certain type of food, that just means their bacteria makeup screwed up. So when somebody wants to fix their gut, the bacteria in the probiotic is fabulous. But for like immediate, like, like for example, not to use too many, but use Kim in my office. Kim, even though she takes the probiotics, she struggles with, uh, I think it was uh, pizza, like dairy, just makes her feel a little more uncomfortable, right? That's a struggle for her. Her family, the whole family takes digestive enzymes. They don't have any issues when they eat after that. Now, that being said, because I'm a nerd and I'm like, well, I wonder what the problem is in their gut then that makes them so they need digestive enzymes, right? So that's what I'm working on for the next round of products because we spend about three to four years on a product category researching it before we launch it just so you know but um, the digestive enzymes is literally what I give people that have a digestive problem or they're consuming a lot of protein whether it's plant-based or animal-based if somebody's consuming a lot of protein like I do their enzymes are naturally decreasing as they get older if you notice my beard's gray that means I'm old and over time, the enzymes break down and they stop creating as many enzymes. And so it's tougher to process food, which means that they're going to have more stomach pain and they're not going to get the benefits from food. So that's the enzymes. The whole food vitamin came as a function of 
an interesting fact of learning that most synthetic vitamins are petroleum-based. What does that mean? That means it's from literally petroleum. And the fascinating part about that is that whole food vitamins assimilate into the body naturally like you would get from eating food, right? A synthetic vitamin doesn't assimilate into the body the same as, as natural whole food vitamins do. So that made the whole food vitamin make sense for us. So that's that's where that study came from, right? The tino fi the fiber that we use, that silver fern cells, it it's a direct result of the fact that a lot of people that we sell to have stomach issues. They need more fiber in their diet. They struggle with like uh, inulin. Inulin is a is a good fiber taken in a small quantity. If somebody takes a fiber one bar once, they're probably okay. They take three of those and they're going to be in pain, right? I personally, away from our fiber, I really like psyllium husk. I think psyllium husk is a great product. We don't sell it. I take it every day. I think it's a great fiber. Tina was created for people like my mom that have had cancer in the stomach. She can't take psyllium husk. It would tip her completely upside down. Doesn't work. So that that's kind of where our products come from is just addressing a direct issue that a lot of our customers a face and and we like stuff that does something so there's the quick and dirty on it yeah and as you were saying before too so many people are constipated because their diets aren't great they're not eating enough fiber in general they're you know not eating enough fruits and vegetables and like things like lentils and like chia seeds mm -hmm. and all those amazing foods that have fiber um so i think just having a product where you can just like throw it into a smoothie, throw it into your oatmeal, you know, even just add it into water. It's, it's a great bonus for people who aren't getting enough fiber in their day. Yeah. And we have people that add the Tino to like everything they bake with it. They throw it in their coffee. They throw it in their smoothie. I mean, that, that stuff is, it, it's a little bit sweet if you just drink it with water, but you can really add it to pretty much anything and up your fiber count and not worry about it. Right. And even for me, like I eat a plant-based diet, I would be fine, but I do like how I feel when I am more regular. Like you have like an extra pep in your step. So like every single morning in my smoothie, I'm adding a scoop of the Tino fiber. But I think without it, I mean, I'm getting like 40 grams of fiber a day, 50 grams of fiber a day. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I'm eating like fruits and veggies and lentils and all kinds of nuts and seeds. It just, you know, what, when eating a plant-based diet, you're getting a ton of fiber. But for the people who aren't getting enough, I highly recommend adding the Tino fiber into your routine because it, it really is great. Tiffany, I also wanted to ask you just about like your your home life and parenting and, and being a mom, because I think so many people could relate to you. But I want to talk about like, uh, like their health and like what you feed them on a daily basis and like how you're keeping the family healthy. Well, we're, you know, the saying you're never a prophet in your own home. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of, we do have to work with our kids. They're like, no, you need a probiotic. No, you need to eat this. In fact, they just finished school this last week, the home, you know, whatever homeschooling with this coronavirus, but we've tried to get all of our kids back on track. We have four girls and one boy. So our oldest is 16. And then we have a 14 year old and an 11 year old. And then our boy is six. And then we have a, the five year old. So those last two, those last two are 14 months apart and they just those two just came they were not planned we had thought we were done with three kids and they just came one right after another we'll always say you guys know how that happens right <laughs> like yeah but it just <laughs> our other kids we knew to the day 
when they would be due before we even went to the doctor, those two were just like, whoa, what happened? They're super fun though. But teenagers are challenging, I'd say, to get them to eat healthy and eat healthy all the time. Our oldest, she and her friends, that's what they do when they go out. They go get ice cream or they go out to eat. In fact, she was going out to lunch today and she was like, I'm going to get this. Do you think this would work? Because she's trying really hard to be really good about her diet right now. And she was like, I'm going to get this turkey avocado sandwich. Do you think that'd be okay? And I was like, well, make sure it's whole grain. Don't get it on the white bread, but get it on the whole grain bread. And then if they grill it, they're going to slap a whole bunch of butter on that. So if you, it's up to you. And she said, no, it's really, it's a cold sandwich. So she was, I was like, then you're, then you're fine. Don't worry about it. But she made herself some eggs before she went so that she wasn't going to, you know, chow down on it. We have our 11 year old daughter would, she would live on chips and pirate's booty if we let her every day, all day long. So it is challenging. They are challenging to try and see. And we, Phil and I get up at five o'clock in the morning during the school year to get to the gym and get home. It's a little bit of a mini date, I guess you could say. We have a, it's when we talk with each other because by the time we get home, kids are up, we're racing them to school and work and everything in between, dance, soccer, all those things. So that's when we talk, we go work out. We don't work out together because I don't like to work out with <laughs> Only because I like to do it my way. And um, our oldest has told me that he works out way harder than I do, which is fine. I'm good with it. But <laughs> but so we do, we just go to the, the gym together. We drive there together. We come home together. So they, our kids have said, our older two are like, you guys are crazy. Because they hear from like their friends' parents or their friends are like, your parents go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. They're crazy. They're so overkill. And so they've said that to us. And I'm like, well, it's not that we're crazy. And it's not that we're overly dedicated. It's just that it's a hobby for both of us. We both enjoy it. We both feel a lot better. It's a good stress release. For me, most of the time I'm at home and I work from home for the company. I'm typically working from home and don't go into the office. And it's an outlet for me. It's a good chance for me to interact with adults <laughs> and have adult conversations. And so I, we enjoy that. But our kids' perspective is, well, you guys get up early. But for us, it's the only time that we can make it happen in our lives. Because by the time the kids get home from school, there's homework and then dinner and getting everyone to their different activities and then bedtime. And it, by then it's like 10 o'clock and we're so tired at night. It's like, good night. See you tomorrow. So that's why the morning is, is good for us. But our kids, it's kids are hard. They come with their own little views, their own little personalities, and they have other outside things that they hear. And then they're like, wait, that doesn't make sense to me. So our older two are starting to get into going to the gym, which has been fun to see them start to enjoy it. They won't work out with us. We've had to hire someone to to teach them how to use the weights properly and do everything properly. And so, but it's been good to see them start to enjoy that. Well, I think that your routine speaks a lot to who you two are because you are obviously a power couple. You're both very like entrepreneurial. You've started, I mean, Phil was telling me he started multiple successful companies. You have this company together, Silver Fern. And I think that people who are successful, no matter what they're doing, they make time for themselves to be the best versions of themselves. Like you're getting up at 5 a.m. to work out, to make time for yourself, to be the best versions of yourself, and to also be there for your kids. Because when you take care of yourselves, then you can better serve your kids at the end of the day. So I think it really speaks a lot to your success that you take that time to have a productive day. Yeah. And I'm hoping, I think we both hope that by the time they're adults, they'll see the importance of eating healthy. We eat pretty healthy all week long. And then on the weekends, we do like to go out to eat and we do like to go get a treat. And do we try to 
spark some balance in there of not all one end or the other. Hopefully when they become adults, they'll be like, oh, this is why my parents did it. And that's why I should do it. So yeah, just, just a word of advice. Kids have oppositional defiance. That means if their parents tell them don't do that, they're going to do that. We've tried to take a position with the kids of at least our kids of just saying, listen, this is what it is. This is what it does. We're fine finding balance. We like to try and find balance, right? Like we try to provide to them majority of what they're consuming is healthy. And then we try to give them an outlet for, you know, if they want to do a, they want to do ice cream or whatever it is. But kids are, kids come with their own loaded personalities. I remember before we had kids, when Tiffany and I were dating, I was like, you see those parents with their kids in the grocery store screaming their heads off. You're like, my kid does that. I'm going to kill him. Or my kid's never going to do that. That'll never be my kid. Yeah, good luck. It's totally our kids. <laughs> totally our kids. Now, now we, we don't hear it either. Now I got one on one shoulder and I'm like, I'll just take him out. And it doesn't phase us anymore. But, you know, you see these younger people, it's like yourselves. You're like, oh, our kids will never do that. And, and it, we used to be there too. Now we just kind of rush them out of public spaces when they throw fits. <laughs> <laughs> just how it works. Yeah. Well, thanks for keeping it real. I'm sure a lot of parents can relate to that. And I mean, you have five kids. That is a, a handful. Insane. To say the it least. It is a handful. It's insane. Yeah. A lot of people. I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about like gut friendly foods. And obviously, you know, my audience is primarily plant based or they're looking to be plant based. So can we talk about some like plant based gut friendly foods that everyone should have in their grocery cart? Yeah, so I can talk to a few if that's okay, right? So I try to keep my breakfast pretty much vegan. So when I finish my workouts in the morning, we use our plant-based protein, which is uh, also got the probiotics and it has enzymes specific to that plant protein for making that usable. So I do the plant-based proteins. I'll do like a flax meal and other grains. I'll traditionally do like a Karan's been who's our microbiologist. He does a lot of the food science for our business, like everything. And he's been talking about food diversity. By the way, he is also mostly plant-based. Just to give you some context, he's he's a proponent for more of a plant-based diet system. I grew up on a ranch in Southern Utah. I basically grew up having eggs and steak for breakfast. So for me to go to where I am is kind of a miracle, right? So I'll add hemp hearts like uh, that I'll get at Costco. I do chia seeds. I like apple cider vinegar, right? I usually do Bragg's. We try to do as many fermented foods as possible. Karan has been very instrumental in explaining that fermented foods aren't probiotics, but they're extremely nurturing to probiotics. So they work really well together. So I, I like that. I'll do a lot of greens in the mornings. Believe it or not, one of the best fibers your body can get is actually on the skin of a kiwi fruit. So if you ever wanted to nerd out, the outside skin of a kiwi fruit is one of the best fibers and is a, what you might call a precision prebiotic and only feeds certain types of good bacteria in your stomach, which is very few prebiotics are very specific to a bacteria type. And that one is. So we will all cut up kiwis, put them in bags and I'll freeze them. And in the mornings I put in quite a few kiwis into it. I do a lot of mixed berries into it. So, and then I'm, I'm constantly adding different types of fruits and vegetables. So sometimes I'll do more citrus. Sometimes I'll do bananas and I do a mix. And the goal is to constantly add different fruits and vegetables into my morning mix. So for me, morning is frankly all vegan. 
my breakfast in the morning is a vegan-based breakfast. I take the probiotics, I do the enzymes, I do the whole food vitamins. That's pretty much every day for me. In the afternoon, I will do different types of lunches. I do a lot of uh, salad. Tiffany's got me doing different grains that I'll add in because I'm not a vegan and and as much plant-based. I do, I'll mix up my protein types. Sometimes I'm doing a peanut butter base. I'll do it on all kinds of stuff. Believe it or not, I'll do like a, a, a different type of pancake mix, but I'll do it that doesn't have the gluten in it. I'll put peanut butter on that and then I'll put honey on it. We typically throw in, dump some protein in when we make pancakes anyway. Just makes them more filling, more satisfying too, yeah. and adds that extra nutrition. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, I think I think the big thing for me has been, so I do intermittent fasting. I have a big breakfast after I work out in the morning. I have a lunch, usually mid-afternoon, and then I'm done for the day. That's me. But I have found different mixes that I change up quite a bit that I enjoy. I'm in the business world, and everybody I deal with eats out. Everybody eats out. And so I have had to work my life around the fact that, and I've had to learn to tell people I'm not going to eat out as much. So I'll eat out about once a week, maybe, sometimes. Most of the time I make my lunches and I take it in. And for me, it's all about food diversity. So you can use almond flours, you can use teff flour. There's a lot of different flours you can use to create different types of basically breads or pancakes. And then I use different types of, you can use almond butter, peanut butter, and then there's certain types of sweeteners like honey that I personally prefer, you know what I mean, to sweeten it up a little bit. And that's pretty much my lunch. And I'm pretty clean Monday through, I either have a cheat meal on Saturday or Friday when Tiffany and I go out on a date night and we've learned to, to cut it back. Tiffany's tiny, so it's kind of unfair. I'm kind of big. So, but for the most part, we keep pretty clean. A lot of it just because sugar isn't an, an inflammatory in the stomach. It just is. And other than that, I like to uh, smoke on the weekends, like, you know, I'll smoke meats and we smoke potatoes and different vegetables. We, we like to do that. That's fun, but I, I like food. So if you ever see me on Instagram, I'm, I'm all about food. Yeah. I mean, same, obviously I'm a food blogger, so I'm all about the food all the time. But what I'm really hearing you say is that like food diversity is so important for gut health. And I couldn't agree more. Just like a huge variety of like fruits, veggies. And I'm always telling people like the next time you go to the grocery store, find a fruit or a vegetable that you've never had before. Because people tend to stick to like the westernized fruits like bananas, strawberries and that kind of thing. But even for me here in Florida, I have so many fruits that I've never even heard of. I'm from Michigan. They have fruits here that you would never see in a Michigan grocery store. So I'm always trying to try different kinds of fruits. Like they have um, jackfruit here. They have like a soursop fruit, which is like super sweet and different. And they have these like incredible benefits. So I definitely agree that everyone should be switching it up in terms of like buying a variety of plant foods. This has been so amazing and so informative, but I do have some questions that I ask every single guest. It's just kind of like a series of fun questions that help everyone get to know you better. So I'm going to ask you guys the same questions and then you can each answer. Go for it. This should be fun. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know? Just, you know. I have a tendency to be a little inappropriate, so we'll we'll try and tone that back. No, you're you're all good. Um, so I guess Tiffany, I'll start with you. What would your last meal on Earth be? Oh, oh, geez. that's a hard one. I we 
<laughs> we eat out quite a bit and we, I mean, not quite a bit once a week, but we have hit a lot of, I guess, nachos. I've been on a nacho kick lately. It's been like trying to find the best nachos in the state of Utah has been my latest quest. So probably nachos. Yeah. Nachos. I love like Mexican food in general. So it's a good one. And that's the funny thing is I'm not a huge Mexican food person. I just, I just, it's not my thing, but I, I do love nachos and anything chocolate. I'm good for. Yes, girl. I'm with you. And Phil, what would your last meal on earth be? Oh, that's going to be tough. Can I just put them all together? I have different things that I like. I think lately we've been, Tiffany and I've been on the Mexican food kick, right? But I also really like Thai food and Southeast Asian food types. So right now, as of today, I would say Sawadi, which is a Thai restaurant in Salt Lake. I would go there right now. But And what are you ordering there? Uh so much it would make you embarrassed um that's how i order just you know i get like i do they'll be like oh you're doing family style food for you and your wife i'm like trust me we're good you're just gonna see it all disappear but um i, I do a mix like like there's i don't know that i could say that there's i, I like all the pad thai there's really good oh it's amazing oh i love pad thai i actually have a new vegan pad thai recipe on my website if you guys want like a good homemade yeah. Please. Yeah, I'm on it. Okay. I'm on oh, it. I love pad thai. It's so good. Okay. For question number two, what is one thing you can't live without in your morning routine? Oh, probably my pre-workout energy drink. <laughs> Five o'clock is really early. Let's be honest. And our kids, especially that we've got teenagers, they don't go to bed. So it's early. So that would be my, my thing would be my pre-workout. I'm going to go with, I have to work out in the morning. It just gets me going for the day. So if I don't work out in the morning, it screws my day up. I'm with you. I feel so much better like getting a workout in. You feel like if you don't do anything else that day and you did a workout, like you feel productive. Yeah. It's funny because I I used to think you go work out so you look good. I work out for anxiety. Uh, If I can go hit the gym really, really hard and, and just go to it for an hour and a half, I just feel better all day long. So. I just, I do better. What is something quirky about you that people would be surprised to find out? Hmm. Tiff, you start. <laughs> I'm like, I could think about like 10 million things for you, oh, Phil. Well, why don't you give <laughs> yours on me and I'll do you. Oh, but then I have to narrow it down. Um, I don't know. I guess for me, I'm going to say my own because I'm worried what you'll say. Oh, crap. <laughs> I know. You can say it if you want, maybe. Um, I'm I'm a huge introvert. And as much as I love this job, our kids will always come first for me. And that was kind of the agreement Phil and I had going into this was because I didn't I really didn't start working with Silver Fern like hands on until this last August. And that's because our kids were young, but our youngest started preschool a little bit more regularly this year. So it was just good timing for me to start. But the agreement Phil and I have is that the kids will always take top priority, do do my best with work, but the kids always take top priority over that. That's quirky. No, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I'm an introvert. That's not, <laughs> that's not even quirky. I know. Just leave me alone. Can I disagree with her? <laughs> well, Phil, maybe you could say something quirky about her. <laughs> Thank you. On the on on my quirky side. So I grew up in a family that was very, um, are very protected in our conversations. I'd use the word, probably word fake. That makes sense. And so as I've gotten older, I say everything, anything that's on my mind, I'm pretty much open. 
in business, I've learned transparency is a good thing. And I like honesty, but sometimes it goes a little overboard. There's not much I'm not willing to say. And I really like to see people's reactions out of it because people that are super private, I would say in about 30 minutes of me just saying, this is what's going on in my life and what I'm doing, you'll find most people open up and they really enjoy opening up. And it, it doesn't like, it's awesome. Like I've really enjoyed that about my life. I would say to, we'll keep Tiffany's quirky appropriate, but, <laughs> but I think uh, Tiffany's quirky in that she's very, but she is very private. I think that it is awkwardly so private. That's her quirky. I would say that's appropriate. And I can, that's why I said introvert. Same difference. <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention the clothing you wear at night, but I'm going to leave that out and just stop. <laughs> Okay, well, now you have to tell us what what are you wearing at night? He's just exaggerating. No, I'm not. Okay. Your your comfort clothing is sometimes a little bit, I'm always like, wow, that's what she chose to wear tonight. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like an old maid type look. Oh my gosh. I'm always like, oh, right before bed. That's what we're choosing to wear. (laughs) I'm like, well, that's okay. That tells me where I stand tonight. (laughs) We like sweats in our house. I've always said if Phil ever made it really, really big, we'd know because he'd wear sweats to the office. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's yep. really funny. 100% true. Yeah. I love those facts. And, you know, Phil, I can relate in that I really respect people who are blunt and honest and just say it how it is. I, I'm not trying to shade anyone in the Midwest, but a lot of people in Michigan, like, I mean, everyone's like, in the most part, very kind in Michigan, but people tend to be very nice to your face and then they turn around and then they're rude behind your back. Like, just give it to me how it is. My fiance is from New York and I've learned from him that I, I, like, he just says it how it is. He says whatever's on his mind, his whole family, they say whatever's on their mind. So I can respect that in a person. Yeah. I try not to hurt people's feelings. I just like not to get too, but if I find somebody likes Trump, I'm going to make fun of Trump. Um, If I find out somebody's a liberal, I'm going to make fun of liberals. If somebody's religious, I'm going to make fun of religion. I just find whatever pushes a button. And I really, and I think it's funny. Oddly enough, I don't have necessarily hard stances on a lot of things. I just have fun with people. It's just fun for me to just joke around with people and, you know, we're in Utah, which is mostly Mormons, right? Very LDS, very conservative Mormons. And it's fun for me to, it's just, they're just an easy target. We are LDS, we're Mormon, but we're quirky. Like we're weird. Like the stuff we do is weird. And so I like to make fun of it. It's just fun. And it makes people uncomfortable sometimes, but it's all, it's all out of love. It's all out of fun. I, I didn't grow up in a family that hugs or touches. Now I hug everybody. I hug everybody. Sometimes they're like, why are you touching me? And I'm like, ah, I just wanted to hug you. So it's fun. <laughs> no, I love that. Okay. So for the fourth question, if you had to pick one form of exercise to do for the rest of your life, what would it be? Well, there's two parts to this answer. I love to run. I used to run in college and I love to run. I can't do it anymore because I do have arthritis. So the probiotics have been helpful with that, but mine would probably be weightlifting I would have said weightlifting too, but now I'm old. So I'm doing this whole yoga stretching thing. I know if you, I, I stretch like every morning and I'm kind of really enjoying it, which I never thought that would be possible. But, you know, I've had broke both my knees. I've had surgery on my knees. I've had four shoulder surgeries. I'm looking at my fifth shoulder surgery. I played football and rugby and wrestling and baseball and everything you can do. And I like stretching. 
yoga type stuff for me, I guess, given my age right now, if I don't do that, my back and everything hurts so bad, I'm, I'm going to say stretching and exercise. Can I say stretching? Say yoga. Yoga. Yeah. Yoga counts. Yoga is amazing. And weightlifting is great too. Both great. Okay. Number five, what is your favorite grocery store? All of them. (laughs) So while Tiffany's thinking, I like to shop for groceries. Tiffany doesn't like it as much. I love the grocery store. So I'll wander around Costco. I'll wander around the new, the like health food stores, just reading labels for hours. In Utah, I would say my favorite grocery store is a grocery store called Harmon's. It's nice. It's clean. It's kind of got a mix because I like, I like to eat healthy, but I do have this thing with candy. So I'm going to go with Harmon's. See, and I would say... Well, there's, I have three. There's Costco because you can find everything you need at Costco. Well, until, until lately, but most of the time you can find everything and more that you need at Costco. Uh, we have a Smith's. It's a Kroger store. That I love because you can always get, I mean, we have five kids. You can always find a good deal on prices and I know exactly where everything is at. So, and then there's the gas rewards. She's a practical <laughs> so. routine person. I am a practical, <laughs> super practical, but Harmon's is super nice. Yeah. That is a really nice grocery store. Yeah. Well, I, I know for me, I love Whole Foods. It's such a nice experience, but I definitely like, I love finding good deals. Like, I don't know if people know that about me, but I'm obsessed with finding a good deal. I can, I use a coupon whenever I can. Whenever I go to CVS, I'm like so excited to use all my coupons. So I appreciate where you're coming from on that one. Yeah. And we, and we don't have, um, in Utah, there's a Whole Foods in Salt Lake. I don't know if there's one further south. We live north of Salt Lake. So it's easy 40-minute drive to get to a Whole Foods for us, which just doesn't really happen very often. And there's Trader Joe's, but they're also, they're also about the same on Trader Joe's 40 minutes in. So The other problem is most of the stuff that we're going to get from Whole Foods from a health side, we just can get online. It just gets shipped to the house. So Harmon's is as close as... I think they have, yeah, I like Harmon's. Okay, so now we're going to play one more thing. It's called Would You Rather Foodie Edition. It's just like a rapid fire, would you rather. I guess I'll ask you guys a question and then you can each answer it at the same time so we don't have to go through it twice. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Peanut butter or almond butter? Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Pasta or pizza? Pizza. Suck pizza. Cookies or brownies? Cookies. Oh, that's a hard one. Probably Cookies. You guys are funny. Um, spinach or kale? Spinach. Spinach. Pancakes or waffles? Ooh, waffles. Waffles, for sure. Really? I thought you'd be pancake. Quick fire. <laughs> Smoothie or juice? Smoothie. Smoothie. Hot fudge or caramel? Hot fudge. Hot fudge. Lemon or lime? Lemon. Lemon. Hummus or guacamole? Guacamole. Uh, damn. Uh, guac. Pesto or marinara sauce? Marinara. marinara. Did you just answer all of those the same? <laughs> Seriously. We did? We've been married. It's almost been 20 years at this point, so it's pretty. Oh, that's sad. Can I change something? Oh, God. Pesto. I want pesto. Will you pass the food compatibility test? Oh, there yeah. we go. <laughs> I love that. Well, this has been amazing. I actually have one more question for you guys that I like wanted to ask earlier, but we just moved so quickly. If someone is having 
gut problems, how would they know? Like what are some unwanted symptoms that are indicative of a gut imbalance? Most of the people we deal with have like, it's usually a disc, it's an uncomfortable feeling, right? What most people don't know is that most people have leaky gut. They just do. If you're exercising crazy hard and you're eating super healthy, you've still got leaky gut. Uh, hard exercises causes leaky gut. So things that would make you maybe being more tired, anxiousness, being kind of fatigue type stuff is usually gut related. Those are stuff that isn't necessarily pain related that, that also means that you've got gut issues. The most obvious ones are just pain, just just discomfort. And and those are pretty common. And bloating. I think bloating is a big oh, one yeah. too. A lot of bloating. Yeah, a lot of bloating. Yeah. So I guess if, if anyone's having those unwanted symptoms, you might have a gut imbalance. And of course, a healthy diet is so important. Mm-hmm. But as you guys said, your products are incredible. I would highly recommend for everyone to take your probiotic, take the digestive enzymes with your meals, include the protein powder, the fiber. I mean, all of your products are amazing and everyone can benefit from them. And actually, I have a discount code. So if you want to check out their website and order some products, you can just use the code HEALTHYGIRL and you'll get a discount on your Silver Fern products, which is really cool. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I hope we can talk again soon. Thanks, Danielle. Thank you. Thanks, Danielle. Appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Ah!